Welcome to The Fifth Element, a podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing, cosmic consciousness, and radical rebirth. We hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration. Hello. (laughs) Well, here we are launching another season of the podcast during retrograde. This yeah, is attempt number you, four, Elementals. Welcome back. You would think, yeah, you would think that, you know, we pretty much plan our lives around astrology. You would think <laughs> we have enough foresight, but here we are again. No, but um, I mean, Aquarius New Moon is when we released last year and also again this year. And I was thinking about it. I was like, that is like perfect for us on so many levels, but in the context of like, we're both Aquarius suns, but also our moons, like I'm the waning crescent, you're the waxing crescent. So like right before Mm -hmm. and after the new moon. So the new moon is like our little, like, like our little midpoint in an Aquarius for the thing we both already connect on. So love that for us. Yeah. Welcome to season three, everybody. Um, We are so excited. Keely and I are so excited to catch up live because we like (laughs) haven't spoken this whole hiatus. Yeah, for context elementals, Emily and I (laughs) haven't talked. There's just so much. Can't wait to hear all the tea, what what you're up to. Right. Um, Yeah, I was trying to think of when we left off when we recorded our finale mm. and like I had just moved or like I was about to move and like didn't even know where I was moving or what I was doing and you were like doing the same thing like figuring it yeah. out and now we're still figuring it out <laughs> we're still figuring it out I feel like between the two of us we have like 20 jobs mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Keely has joined the like side hustle eight jobs i've joined society basically i spent a real nice a real nice year on sabbatical um just pretending like i didn't have to like be a real human integrated into society and that was lovely um and now i'm back i'm trying to figure it out yeah happy happy tax season or whatever (laughs) they call it Wow. Well, what are what are some of the things you're excited to dive into this season? And then I'll share mine. Oh my gosh. I love this question because so, you know, it was recently the holidays and so many people like come into town who live far away or, you know, just in catching up with friends and stuff. Like the two questions I've been asking everyone is like, you know, because I don't do superficial catch-ups, right? Mm. Um, is like, who are the main characters in your life right now? Like who's supporting you or who is like, tormenting you or you know whatever um and like what are you looking forward to because I feel like so many people right now are just like stuck in this like where we've been for the last two years or everything that's going wrong or blah 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 you know all this stuff um and yeah so anyways I love that what are you looking forward to for this season particularly um I'm really excited for our conversations on health um we have lots of um I guess they'd be perceived as hot takes um, by the masses. (laughs) I mean, always, yes, but by the masses. Um, So I'm really excited to talk about that. We have a couple of, like, some new, like, paradigm, paradigms through which to view health and the body and, you know, all the things that are not in 
conflict with things we've said before, but I think are more of like a refining, like a fine tuning of things that we were kind of already verging on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, yeah, I'm really excited for our guests this season. Yeah. And too. they're all women. They're all women. We have officially become a female only podcast. I mean, it was about time <laughs> for season three. But like our intention with in planning out this season is that this is like, this is the matriarchy season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you have been wanting to live more intentionally as a woman or, um, you know, integrate different facets of, of matriarchy into your life, like welcome. You are mm-hmm. in the right place. Love that. Um, I feel like you? you should also, sorry, for no. me, um, I feel like I've gotten way more comfortable speaking and the the podcast has obviously helped with that but there's definitely a different feel of coming into this season when I've already been very much using my voice in public and online and just in different ways that I hadn't before and so like from you know September whenever we left off until now I feel like I kind of forgot that I had a po- that we had this podcast and like I was just learning how to use my voice like more and more and more and then when we started planning on when we were re-recording I was like oh shit like we have a freaking podcast like that talk about a, a platform like yeah. I kind of forgot what it feels like so I'm excited to feel more confident in like what I have to say, or I guess not even feel more confident, but feel less afraid of what, how I could be like perceived or received. And just, I'm totally, I feel like I'm a totally new person when it comes to saying whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And I mean, you've been popping off on the gram, the reels. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Everyone go follow at Leo Rising Birthkeeping if you don't already. And your personal account too, honestly. Love that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I haven't really been showing up in spaces that in that way, and also have been like kind of like wrestling internally with that idea of not necessarily like refusing to speak my truth, but just figuring out like how to do that in an online sphere. Um, and I'm also just like currently, you know, still living back in the area where I grew up, and so just like so many of my relationships here haven't evolved in the same ways that like I've been evolving like alongside people like right. you um and like other women in the circles that we circle in together um so that's like an interesting thing for me but in the context back to like health like there's just such a strong connection to um like health and not living in fear and I think that is like the key motivator for me right now and um yeah. So like, I'm not afraid to have these conversations. I'm not like afraid of anything really. Like, because I know the toll that that's going to take on my body and I don't want to do that to her. So I think like, that's yeah. like my motivating factor right now. And as I like ease into that and like, as the season goes on, I'm sure that will translate into kind of like more of a vocal presence in the public sphere in other places. Mm. So anyways, mm-hmm some goals that I have, um, and some things that I'm, some trends that I'm seeing, but yeah, I feel like this is vague, but again, listeners, as the 
season goes on. Things will things will make sense. <laughs> I feel like we should give a little intro. Like and and when you were talking about the questions you were asking my friend or your friends, I was thinking about this question game that serendipity day taught me mm-hmm. and then i now implement into like anyone that i'm meeting particularly she was taught it to like use on dates um okay. because that. there are three three simple questions that reveal a great deal of um information behind them amazing serendipity so, day, sister of the podcast a star tape rose in confidence on the gram yes Yes. Um, okay. So the three questions and I'll, it's, it's, it's different because like, I know the answer behind them, which will reveal at the end. Um, but then loaded I'll, question? no, not loaded questions at all, okay. but then I'll tell you what my answers were. Okay. So it's fair. Um, okay. So the first question is, um, what is your favorite animal and three deep reasons why? Wow. Okay. Someone <laughs> asked me this recently, not the 3D reasons why, but oh, someone, really? okay. someone asked me recently, um, like what my favorite animal is. And I really had like, I was like, wow, I haven't thought about this in years. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I gave her two answers. So this is tricky. Um, okay. The two answers that I gave her were, um, like a, like a, a bear, like a brown bear. And the other one was a bison. Okay. That's and, a um, I think bear, I would have thought bear for you. Like, yeah. I think that you talk about bears a lot. Yeah, I me. love, I, I <laughs> yeah. Emily and I haven't talked in months, but we have talked about bears. We, we have talked about bears. <laughs> well, I do assert, I mean, obviously Frozen, the Frozen franchise is in a league of its own. Um, but aside from that, my Let's favorite. just put that out there as a disclaimer. Like, if anyone's you know, new to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Did people not? Yeah, you should know that. <laughs> that's that's the first and foremost introduction. Um, <laughs> yeah, Frozen, but assuming Frozen is in a league of its own uh, in the Disney animated film um, world as it is, um, Brother Bear, I assert on all levels of my being as the greatest Disney animated film of all time. Um, and I think it honestly did start with that movie that I fell in love with bears. Mm-hmm. But um, I see them as referencing the totem of the bear in that movie as like representing love and um, like just, you know, mothering and like guarding um, those who are vulnerable or those who like want to learn and like teaching people like how to survive um, are all just facets, facets that I associate with bears that I also like personally identify with. Um, a lot of that is my cancer rising um, tendencies and being a type two on the Enneagram and all the things I just love, like caring for people. Um, and I just love the way that they move through the natural world, um, and are just like these grounded forces that like other, other animals don't really like mess with, but you know, they're just like these big cuddly things that really aren't that scary, but other people, like they're just like grounded in this like self-respect, which I really love. Um, and I love that they hibernate sleep is like truly the most sacred thing in life to me so wow those are great answers wow, and you. you will see why in a moment wow. okay um okay question number two is um what is your favorite color and three deep reasons why 
Oh, let me tell you. Um, I was also asked this recently. I was in an improv workshop. Did someone play this game with you? No, different different situations. Yeah, my friend who asked about the animal thing, like I've literally known her since the fourth grade. Um, she's one of my best friends and she just like randomly texted me that one day and I was like, okay. But the color thing came up in an improv workshop. It was like part of a warm-up we were doing. And I really, I wasn't trying to be that guy who like has to say something like unique, you know, because you can always, well, you can always, you Right. You can always like tell, especially like an improv, like people are trying to be funny. Right. And I really didn't want to come across that way. Um, but like, I, but you can't help just being funny. Well, I can't help that I have like unusual preferences. I'm like, do you want me to prove it? Like the hex code for this color is literally the background of my computer. Like just, okay, what is it? okay it's called Eigengrau. I know in this improv game, it was like green, blue, purple, orange, eigengrau, yellow. <laughs> I was like, gosh, darn it. I swear. What? But anyways, what? okay. What color? Okay, so you will love this. So it's it's kind of like a, like a charcoaly, like grayish black color. And it is like, quote, space gray. Um, and it's supposed to be the closest color that we have like to the, to the night sky um mm. and that has like the reflection of like light off of stars um and celestial bodies um so it's not like pure black um but it's pretty close and also it's the same color that we see when we close our eyes to like go to sleep whoa so like yeah eyes. yeah it's amazing how the did you learn code, that how did you know that you know i just perused the web. <laughs> But yeah, um, if anybody's interested, the hex code, let me move my little zoom screen, is 16161D. And you know I love like a little like, pattern and repetition. Um, right. So all of those things. I love that it, it um, well, I love like dark colors because they're like very protective, um, especially like I wear them like to protect the kidneys whenever I'm going to be around trolls. Um, and also I love the connection of like the body to the universe. And again, like one of the reasons I'm drawn to astrology is like just this this vantage point it like brings us outside of like this limited sphere that we exist in each day um and yeah the connection to the sky but also to the eyes um are like a huge wow focus of my life so yeah amazing wow and you're so good Aquarius, i love that it's like unique <laughs> and right. nobody knows it but Okay, third question. The third and final question is, what is your favorite body of water and three deep reasons why? It can be general or specific. Favorite body of water. Wow, nobody has ever asked me this one before. Can you imagine if I was like, somebody just asked me this? <laughs> We love a third beat of the game. Um, I know we should have done that. Oh, I think I just like we're rusty. We're we're getting back into it. We're getting back into it. <laughs> um, favorite body of water. Okay, the very first thing that comes to mind is um. Oh, now so many things are coming. Um, oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> like I want to say like Como. Right. And why aren't you? <laughs> Well, now I'm reconsidering. I was originally going to say the Finger Lakes just because I, like, love that region and it has brought me a lot of, like, contemplative joy over the years, but I haven't really spent that much time, like, along the water there. I think any body of water that I inhabit becomes my favorite in that moment, but 
okay, I'm going to say Lake Como just because it was like truly one of the most like grounding and like transformative journeys of my life in terms of just like perspective and also affirming um, like what I want for like my future and my life and my home and like who I want to be as as a matriarch, as a mother, like as a woman, um, just a lot was wow. revealed to me through that. I know we like haven't even really like debriefed all of that and like why that is, but um, yeah, it was. And I think just like the beauty of like waking up every morning and just like walking out to like the this like crystalline, like beautiful water. I mean, not to mention we are like awakening from you know, a hundreds year old queen's villa next to George Clooney's house and like with people waiting to make us cappuccinos at our beck and call. But like, you know, all of that was like assisting. But everywhere we traveled, like along the lake to like the different towns and stuff, like it was just always like there and like this grounding force of like beauty and nature and like revelation and just like water is so connected to the feminine. And so just like this dazzling beacon each day of like divine femininity yeah I'm gonna go with that oh okay yeah that um that suffices (laughs) okay (laughs) amazing yeah um listeners go ahead and check out Lake Como um (laughs) not sponsored Um, (laughs) hashtag not sponsored okay I'm gonna give my answers before I reveal what they reveal because it'll be it's fun okay so Favorite animal and three deep reasons why. Um, I just like got this flash of like someone listening to our podcast for the first time and we're like introducing ourselves like it's a preschool class. But also like having having to say and three deep reasons why, like I feel like we like deep is like the it elevates it. Well, yeah, but it's also just like the automatic like response. Like I wouldn't be like I wouldn't say something's my favorite without having like a really valid reason why mm. it's like you know when you, you do that yeah. whisper, and it's like which kitchen utensil are you and people are like mm, i don't yeah. like a whisk it's like okay but why <laughs> do you bring lightness and airiness into situations as a whisk does to you know egg whites but you're yeah. also very good you're also very good at like that type of thing like that's not how my brain works i'm like i don't know fucking spoon <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> like don't ask me that Okay, it is just maybe it's just the me thing. Okay, anyways, yeah, you're sorry. Just, like very what, good at that. What animal um, are you? Okay, my favorite animal is a whale, and it's because they are out of this world huge. Like I don't think people actually understand how large these animals are. Like. And every time I think about it, I literally have like heart palpitations because I'm like, wait, there are creatures that are like so (laughs) incomprehensibly huge. Just like swimming? Like, I'm sorry. Just like existing, living their best life? Just like swimming somewhere? Like, I can't. Um, Yeah, I'm like getting like really, like I'm like getting really antsy thinking about that. Okay, so they're huge. Yeah. And to kind of go off of that, like, they're very underrated. Like, why yeah. are people not talking about whales all the time? <laughs> like, for real, they this is the are so awesome. majestic. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're so majestic. 
and amazing and like yeah underrated like Mm -hmm. we love an underdog um the third reason is kind of goes along with it but they're they're mysterious like I feel like people don't really know many facts about whales lots of people haven't like seen them wait what I thought you were gonna say I feel like a lot of people don't really like know whales (laughs) they don't really get them (laughs) or even like know them personally (laughs) they're just misunderstood I've just like never met one you know like I've met a lot of golden retrievers but like whales like yeah they just like um they're just like doing their thing in the ocean and like they just kind of keep themselves they're just mysterious and I I fear them and I'm in awe of them wow the fear is only because of their power Mm. and their size well yeah like I have I need yeah okay um yeah when you said whales my jaw dropped because I've been obsessed with whales lately because as one of the things you, you, we have discussed is that I'm writing a sketch about Shamu and then I watched Blackfish and I literally was unwell for days afterwards. I was like, how dare, how dare humanity? No, when that movie like came out, uh, a couple months, like after I was, I like passed an aquarium and I had like a mini protest. Like I was yelling outside the aquarium. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was in, I think it was like maybe 17 or 18. I was like, <sighs> the rage. Yeah. No, absolutely. Oh my gosh. If you haven't watched Blackfish, like it's so sad and like awful, but like, please do. So you can appreciate whales just a little bit more. My favorite color and three deep reasons why my favorite color is um, ox blood. <laughs> Have we discussed oxblood before? Like, have we? I don't know. Okay, because when I was in- Did you know it was my favorite color? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know like that Makes palette sense. is like your yeah. your favorite, but I didn't know specifically oxblood was your favorite. But in high school, there was like a burgundy wave, right? Of, right. Like people loving burgundy. Everyone had like the burgundy pants. Yeah. You know, it was all the things. But I was in my like- my like preppy phase of life um and I like found oxblood and then I like started the oxblood trend like people would be like oh my queen right like people would be like oh I love like burgundy and I'd be like "Mm -hmm, oxblood and then I like every other like shade surrounding that like I knew that like other like damson is like oxblood but it's like a little more purple and like I would only use like color specific language but anyways my oxblood trench coat I say is like one of my prized possessions I and love that I, I love like, purchased that it in that time you know and so yeah. anyways please continue though your reasons my my oxblood bomber jacket I love uh-huh. um mm-hmm. okay so the first reason is that it reminds me of my favorite season which is fall it reminds me of like the cycles of life and how things look so beautiful when they're dying. And I love trees and it just like to be able to look at in nature and see your favorite color. I mean, I feel like all the colors are represented, but it's, it's just for such a fleeting time of the year. And I just Mm -hmm. love fall because I get to see that all the time. Oh my gosh. And I feel like it's always like you're like 
driving and there's like a bunch of like oranges and yellows and reds even but then you get like, like one little tree of oxblood mm. oh it sends me autumn leaves fall in like pieces into place is that a taylor swift reference yes yes um my second reason is uh kind of what you alluded to it goes well with a lot of my other favorite colors so it's just it kind of goes into my brand i love golds and pinks and reds and yellows so um it goes with a lot of my um aesthetic and then the third um reason is in college uh i would always wear like oxblood tones or like i always oxblood was a big part of my college experience and um my best friend matt would also wear oxblood and he was like one day told me he's like this is the color of your soul like when i think about you and your soul like it's oxblood mm. and i mean just to have someone say that to you is like all right, I've never been so seen before, but then <laughs> to just be like affirmed that that was like, you know, the aura, I'm like, yeah, so that's my favorite. Wow, I love that. Yes. Already learning new things about each other in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then favorite body of water and three deep reasons why. I am not really good at this game. I just went general, um, the ocean, favorite body of water is the ocean. Um, starting once again, we're sensing a theme here because it is huge. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, again, people don't think, at least I don't think people are talking about it enough, like how huge and vast and wide and deep the ocean is. Um, it's incredible. The power. Like, um, wonder you loved Moana so much. Yeah. It wasn't just you, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and Pisces moon. I right. just, I love it. Um, in my birth chart readings, I often describe the three water signs. I, the, I say cancer is the waves. Scorpio is the bottom of the ocean and Pisces is the ocean. Mm how I feel them. Um, so that's reason number one. It's huge. It's deep. It's wide. It's underrated. It's powerful. Um, number two is again, kind of like cyclical, like the waves and just like watching the ocean and seeing how it like undulates. Is that the word? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like ebbs and flows and the power of the cycles there. Um, and the third reason obviously is that it is ruled by the moon. Mm -hmm. That's incredible to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And wow. I always feel like relaxed there and I love the beach. Amazing. So do you want to know what these questions reveal about our psyche? Well, you know, I love a personality test, so yes. Right. Here we go. Okay. So the first question, um, favorite animal, you will recall, Keely answered a bear. I answered a whale. This question reveals the qualities you look for in a partner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a 
man who lives in the woods. Yep, that's me. <laughs> You're yeah. looking for someone really tall? I'm looking for someone huge and underrated. Uh -huh. <laughs> Whoa, that like makes sense though, because like you're Leo rising. So like you're meant to be seen and like you need someone who's like, like stable and grounded, but like doesn't need to be the center of attention. Like you need someone who's not. Yeah. I need someone who's like mysterious, but like incredible. Mm-hmm. But like, like low underwater, like <laughs> under the ocean. <laughs> our conversation with Aaron about underwater welders and their their merits. So yeah, yeah. any um any men over six feet on submarines, um, <laughs> give Emily a call. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, and then favorite color reveals um, your authentic self. So, however, yeah, however you orient around that, around the tank self, like, I feel like you gave great explanations that lined up with that. Yeah. And then the third question. Dark and abysmal. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Unique and specific. Yep. That's me. Only, only seen by, like, truly seen by, like, myself. Only seen when you close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then okay, the third one that. is um, the body of water reveals your sexual energy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Your answers were like incredible as if you knew what these revealed, but like obviously you didn't. I You're like, it's not. just where I felt the most divine feminine. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Love when that. I, when I did this, when I did this game with Gigi and Brock, whose uh -huh. wedding we went to at Lake Como, they both were like, yeah, Lake Como, like both of them separately were like, yeah, Lake Como, just because it's the most perfect, amazing and romantic thing I've ever seen. I was like, okay. Yep, more perfect, please. Chills. <laughs> right. Hells. So this is a fun game. Like, ask uh, ask people in your life. Um, the, the woman who taught it to me, Serendipity, she learned it from someone who she asked this to a man on a first date to, like, see what he would respond with the partner thing. And he responded something audacious, such as um, <laughs> he was like, he's like a butterfly because they're easy to catch, they're like quiet, and they're fragile. Emily. And she said, I have to go. <laughs> like, why would those even be like qualities you that's look like for a, in an animal? Like, that's literally a sociopathic answer, but yeah. I guess it tells you. It does tell Holy. you what you need to know I've played it with some people and they've given very interesting responses that, that line up with their personality. So. Wow. Take it wow. and run with it. Yeah. I feel like we should also give an astrological introduction. Oh, truly. Yes. Um, what are your big three? What about, um, what if we do our big six? Yeah. We, well, I, I actually was like filling out a, <laughs> another job application 
um, the other day and it was like, what pertinent, like, or what like astrological placements do you think are like relevant to this role? And I was like, well, thank you for asking. Um, but I was like, well, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I mean, like a lot of them were like relevant, like to this particular job that I'm writing about. But, um, you know, when I was writing other stuff on there, I was like, oh, like, this is my big three, but like, here are some other things that I like really resonate with in my chart. Cause you know, like I really resonate with my Mars, but, um, Right. Anyways, um, so I am a um, Aquarius sun, Capricorn moon, Cancer rising, um, and Emily and I go off of the whole house system. Um, so I have a solar Aquarius stellium in the eighth house, um, three planets in Aquarius in the eighth, and then a lunar Capricorn stellium in the seventh house. Um, so three there as well. Um, but I really, really resonate with my Mars and Pisces in the ninth house. I have Mars, Saturn, and and my midheaven in the ninth house. So um, like higher learning, higher thought, philosophy, religion, all of writing, all of that is um, something that really resonates with me. And like almost all of my chart is steeped in the third quadrant of like mm. relating with others. Mm-hmm. So, And what's your mm. Mercury and Venus? Mercury is in Aquarius in the 8th, and Venus is in Aries in the 10th. <laughs> Happy Venus in retrograde, everyone. <laughs> oh, that's such a fun, that's such a fun question and answer. I was reading someone's chart um, a couple weeks ago, and he was, like, as into astrology as we are, mm. and it was so fun like we were speaking our own language we were like riffing off each other like I was learning so much he was learning so much uh it was it was literally amazing I love that Mm. fabulous okay Um, tell us about you I am an Aquarius sun Pisces moon and Leo rising so I have my Aquarius sun in the seventh house my Pisces moon in the eighth house um, and then I have Mercury in Aquarius. I have Venus in Sagittarius in the fifth, um, with a couple of other planets there. And then Mars in Leo in the first, which is why I am the way that I am. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like love, I think I love my Mars the most because I just feel it the most yeah that's how I feel um, about my Mars too mm-hmm. wow. an ode to Mars well Can you're a Martian bucket you're a Martian bucket too so you're Wait, a, really it's a Martian Mar- bucket remember the handle of your, of right, your right, chart? Right, right, you right. have like yes. your lone Mars all the way across your chart so everything is funneled through that fiery mm-hmm. warrior energy wow I love the term Martian bucket Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard that before. Well, um, incredible. Should we give an update on like what we're doing right now? Like what? <laughs> I mean, I just personally want an update on what you're doing. Yeah, this is for us. <laughs> yeah, do you want to go first? Oh, okay. Um, okay, so I moved out of Baltimore where mm-hmm. I was living since basically 2013. Is that right? Wait, 20? Yeah. Yeah, 2013. With a short stint out Um, in Arizona in the middle. Short stint. Yeah, short stint out in Phoenix. And I moved 
Well, I set my intention of have of doing a year of no rent, like a year of living on the road. And so I had a ton of trips planned out and was sort of making my home base back home at my parents' house in Massachusetts. Um, right now I'm coming at you live from Austin, Texas. Next episode I'll probably be it. coming back from another state. Um, it has been insane and so fun and like I think I've slept on I've slept on countless couches floors hotels airbnbs guest rooms um all different states just like really taking advantage of this time to see and be around people that I haven't seen in a while or that like I want to visit and that I love and um really also taking advantage of what I've worked so hard to um, achieve, which has been like an entirely remote income. Mm -hmm. um, and there's parts of that, like, I I'm really glad that I just kind of mapped out my year because I'm very much looking forward to planting roots again and like doing more in-person work and more in-person stuff. Um, but I really have loved, one, accomplishing what I set out to accomplish and to just like having the freedom and kind of testing myself to during this time like okay how are you going to generate income and like keep this going without having something to fall back on of like oh I'll just go get a nanny job or I'll just um you know do this and this in person and really challenging myself to um focus on like my business and be more entrepreneurial. And it's pretty, it's been a lot um, to juggle because I feel like starting, starting an online business or like just kind of starting, uh, I don't know, starting your own business in general is a lot to figure out. But then I'm also like figuring out where I'm going to like sleep every night yeah, <laughs> and like where I'm going to go. And but part of me, like, well, a lot of me really likes that. So um, it's been great. Like I'm doing a lot of consulting. I'm doing astrology readings. I'm doing um, fertility awareness coaching. I'm doing uh, like social media marketing stuff. I'm doing copywriting. Basically, I'm <laughs> just like using any and all skills that I have. I'm just like, yeah, I'll do that too. Mm -hmm. um, and it's great. I'm like very, very satisfied with my quality of life right now. And the next couple months are planned out to where by August, 2022, I will like settle somewhere. Wow. TBD, but like most likely Austin, but like maybe not. Um, it's funny because yeah, for so long, people are just like, oh, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I feel like I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to have that answer. And I kept being like, okay, I'm going to like figure my life out this weekend. I'm going to like take the next week and I'm going to be able to say exactly what I'm doing and what my plan is. And I've totally just um, sunk deeper into being like, I'm just taking it one day at a time. Like, I'm just like going with the flow and I'm not sure and it's totally working and I'm happy and 
I don't know how to describe what I do or what I'm doing instead besides just being like I'm figuring it out and just like living my life I feel like I have put living life as a priority and the secondary is the planning of it all wow and like it seems to have fallen into place quite well that's beautiful wow yeah I mean I think back to just like trusting yourself and like what you're capable of like that's something I really admire yeah about you and especially in terms of like all the different jobs and all the different types of jobs you have right now like I am very much earth moon the like I don't want to do things unless I like know for sure I can do them well or like know what I'm working towards like within them um and so you know like I'll read job descriptions for things and I'm like well I don't know how to do that one part of the job so like I can't Uh. I can't do it you know um but yeah I think that's really incredible that you just like jump right in and flourish and I think that's amazing yeah I don't think I've ever read like a job description (laughs) oh my gosh I feel like all the jobs that I've had it's just been like people recruiting me to do things yeah that is true and that's on an eighth house moon for real like people just like want me in their business and like want me in their lives and like want to give me opportunities Um, eighth house other people's resources I was listening yeah yeah I felt that a lot yeah Yeah. and that's where my son is the eighth house so I think like like for me it's like I know I'm capable of doing like well it's something but my like earth moon is like I really hate justifying my worth to other people and like how they'll perceive whether or not I am qualified for things or well and and with all your like ninth house stuff Mm. too especially Mars being there like that's a mastery house like yeah well that's my midheaven too yeah so like publicly I appear you know I'm like I need other people to know that I'm competent well, and I just feel like what you're interested in, the things that you want to actually do for a career are high level focused. So mm-hmm. it might seem harder for you to, like for me, I'm just like Mars in the first. I'm like, as long as I can live my life. <laughs> but there's a big accomplishment we haven't spoken yeah. about yet. Really. <laughs> also. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mastery. Yeah. Speak your truth. Yeah, I really haven't like publicized this. Um, oh my gosh, I'm getting so excited. I have completed my master's degree. Yeah. Finished grad school. The thesis has been written. You may remember oh the saga of an episode about that last season. Um, the and- growth. <laughs> right. So anyways, yes, I wrote my thesis. I defended it um, at the end of November. And now I am officially a master. So wow, Keely. You best believe I came home and played Master of the House from Lay Miz <laughs> on Blast. <laughs> <laughs> um that yes. is so exciting. I mean, I remember a time when it was like, <laughs> you gotta give this up. Like I was like, you just gotta quit. No, I did like quit in my mind several times like so many like truly the greatest journey we'll do an episode on this but like truly one of the greatest journeys of my life and one of the most difficult things yeah. I've had to like like mentally like overcome not because of like the workload necessarily but just like the mental blockages of right yeah well and like honestly countless times being told I was like not competent 
And like right. when that happened, I was like, okay, well, I can't do, I'm not doing this. So anyways, we have to finish. I mean, we have finished, we have defended, we have, you know, eventually they'll send me my degree, but yeah. Wow, that's so What's exciting. done is done. <laughs> I never have to think about it again. Um, if you'd like Incredible. to read my thesis, let me know. I'll send it to you. Honestly, put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, yeah. So what else stressful. are you doing? Um, I'm working so many. I think I have, um, like seven jobs right now and I just applied to two more. Um, and <laughs> well, to like replace some of the current ones. Oh, um, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's been really it's been really good because I wasn't working for so long, like truly like a year. I didn't work. Um, and I was on my little sabbatical and it was very fruitful and like necessary. And I'm so grateful for that time. Um, but it really like did a number on my confidence and like in the realm of competency, like I really felt like every job that I looked up, I was like, I, I'm picturing myself in this role and not know how to not knowing how to do this one thing and like it's destroying me just thinking about it. Um and so I kind of like eased into things um with some just like fun little entry level things and yeah, it's been it's been really good to just like feel productive every day. Um but now we're at a point where I've gone a little too far off the deep end and I have absolutely zero time to do anything oh, no. other than work. Keely, the extreme. No, I know. I know. I know. It's bad. Too much cardinal energy for a little old <sighs> me. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, of course this all happened like during Capricorn season too, like mm-hmm. the working way too much. Um, but uh, yeah, like I can't remember the last time I made soup and you know, that is a necessary part of oh, my God. self-care. So I do have soup making time scheduled tomorrow morning, um, but okay. I now have to schedule my soup making time. So that's where we're we at. We hate that for you. We really hate that for me. So anyways, um, yeah, by the time like this How... episode comes out and thereafter, we will be a little bit more chilled out. But How's your nervous system? My nervous system is like, okay. It's just like, there are a lot of, I don't know. There's like a lot. I kind of got to a point in like the summer where I was like, oh my gosh, I, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Like, I feel so grounded. I feel so regulated. Like all these things, I feel amazing. And I, I don't have any direction of like what I'm working towards. Like, I know I'm not supposed to be here forever and I'm not like making money in the way that like, I know I'm supposed to be eventually, but like I'm okay with that. Like for the first time in my life, that yeah. wasn't stressful to me to not have the next part of my life like figured out. Um, and Damn. I know, and it's like crazy. Like I truly, especially like Capricorn Stelly, I'm like, I really love to know like what I'm working towards. And that really helps yeah. me ground and like order things to work up to it. Um, and yeah. And so I got to a point where I was like, wow, I'm really okay with that. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, well, uh, where I am physically isn't where I'm supposed to be. Like there's so many mm-hmm. signs from the universe that are like, you need, to, you need to move, you need something new, you need to, you need to shift, you need to change. Um, but there's not a lot of clarity on what that is or where that is. So right. I'm kind of now in this like point of frustration where I'm like, okay, I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And like that part doesn't stress me out. But the fact that like, I have no direction of like what to do with that information is right. not necessarily like, stressful but I'm just like confused um and 
yeah, I have said this a hundred times before, but I'm like frustrated by things I don't understand and I don't understand what's going on. So I'm like frustrated that like, this is my present reality, but also I'm working so much. I don't have really time to think through those emotions. So it's just like living in my body. Um, and yeah, I had like a free moment the other day sitting on a plane and I was like, oh, I think I'm experiencing anger right now. Oh my gosh. Usually that's just like so innate and like visceral to me is like emotions and I just like feel them and like take note of them and then I process them. Um, But yeah, I just like haven't even had time to do that. So we're grinding way too hard. So we're going to be taking a little, we're going to be taking stock of everything and uh, reevaluating. But I mean, other than that, like I'm good. I'm excited for this season. Um, I have another podcast that I've been doing. Um, uh, and that has been like a really, really fruitful thing in my life, writing sketch comedy and, um, all of that. So yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have, um, Keely's gonna, gonna structure some of our cold opens with some fun sketches just right off the top of the head. (laughs) This is really why I need to quit all my jobs. And so I have time to, to do that. I mean, I feel like you just like, naturally when we've texted about things they just start turning into sketches and we're like well yeah I mean no improvisers the two of us but yeah this is a new a new realm and there's a level of like niche comedy that we share I think we need to do a reading of that sketch you wrote based off of us with the karaoke (laughs) the karaoke bar I was It was sending me. (laughs) Yeah, I was in this sketch writing class all about like how to write in your own voice. And I was like, like find your voice like comedically. But I was like, no, I'm just going to write exactly like Emily and I talk. (laughs) And then other people like were reading it out loud. And I was like, it's just not hitting the same. It's not hitting. They don't, when I write out like R-R-R-R-R-R-R, I-G-H-T. Like, it's not right. It's right. <laughs> I sent it to my sister, too, and she was Yeah, she dying. did a flawless, a flawless reading of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. It's the perfect, perfect niche. Um, All right. Well, Elementals, if you have any um, questions you want us to answer about ourselves I don't know maybe you do want to know yeah. what kind of kitchen utensil we are um <laughs> you can figure out for yourself what that reveals about a person um but yeah oh my gosh super excited for the season new release date we're releasing on Wednesdays now so mark your calendars um and adjust your life accordingly mm-hmm. careful out there mercury retrograde venus might still be retrograde when this comes out not sure um and uh happy new moon happy new moon so excited to be back bye